There I was in my business suit, all dressed up, just uptight as I could possibly be. And I don't remember much of what was said at that first AA meeting. It was more the feeling of the meeting itself. That's what has kept me going. I know it works, and I see the people ahead of me with more sobriety. I see how happy they are, and I want that. I want that too. And what I notice about AA is it sort of helps me to relax and learn to really be happy with my sobriety. It's a richer life to live. That's exactly what Alcoholics Anonymous does. It teaches us how to live without drinking. It teaches us how to have fun and really enjoy life without drinking. This program's given me the good life, the only good life I've ever known. Visit aa.org for more information and download the Meeting Guide app to find a meeting near you. Attention Inland Empire. Maybe you've heard of the terms float tank, sensory deprivation, or float therapy, but we have a question for you. How much do you really know about it? For example, did you know that floating takes all the weight off your body with over a thousand pounds of Epsom salt? In fact, the zero gravity environment provides incredible relief to achy joints and tense muscles. And not to mention, thousands of people have gotten relief from arthritis, fibromyalgia, tendonitis, inflammation, and chronic neck, back, and shoulder pain. The solution is heated to skin temperature so that after a few minutes you actually feel like you're floating in midair. Now you are in control of your complete experience and you can feel free to float with the door open and the lights and music on. But if you turn them off, it creates an environment where you don't see, hear, or feel anything. It's the experience of nothing. Now you can only imagine why so many people use the float tank to achieve deeper levels of meditation, enhance creativity, better sleep, and stress relief because it allows the brain to slow down into deep alpha and theta states to ensure you achieve complete relaxation at float state. Relax, heal, unwind. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that kickapa. Kick <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. It's like uh, I'm Carl. I'm an alcoholic addict, among other things. And my sobriety date is August twenty second, twenty fourteen. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety date is February nineteenth, two thousand fifteen. This is Sober Pod. <clears throat> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go through puberty. I gotta go through. Okay, all right, all right. Silver Pod is the podcast about recovery that doesn't sound like a podcast about recovery. We are not experts or professionals, just a varying number of deeply flawed individuals with good intentions. If you would like to hear about the 12 steps, check out season two of 2019 for the year's long coverage of 50 plus episodes. And it goes without saying, we do not speak for any recovery groups or organizations. And as always, we encourage you to listen in moderation. <laughs> Hello! Party people, ex-party people. What are we doing, Chelsea? What what's going on? Uh, we are living sober. Living right? sober. Living sober. <laughs> what is it? You I can get twice as high. Living sober. <laughs> so uh, I do want a, a, a kind of a somber note because you know, really, um, this episode is about. Uh, being good to yourself that's the title of it it's actually uh, number 16 on living sober and um you know there's there's somebody out there really going through a tough time 
uh, you know, somebody that we've um, communicated with on uh, Silverpod Live. And I just want to say, um, you know, it's kind of like a dedication in a way that it's like, you know, we can go through some hard times in um, sobriety. And I think one of the things about for me personally is that uh, I had to, I was finally aware of a lot of my stuff, you know, that guilt, that shame, that remorse, you know, all that stuff. And, um, and that was hard enough. So, but you know, the things, <laughs> the things that happen to regular people also happen to people in recovery. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, you know, we just, you know, we don't have the, you know, the old mechanisms, you know, t- that we used to rely on. So right. it could be very difficult, uh, to try and navigate those new, stronger emotions and stronger, um, you know, feelings when we're put into difficult situations. So that's why we, um, you know, we reach out. That's why we, we, uh, you know, uh, it's like, what is like those penguins when they, uh, when they're all in the Arctic, you know, it's like, you know, you're (laughs) on the outside and there's a cold one. It's like, you know, trying to scoot to -hmm. the middle. Right. Yep. Keep each other um, warm. Yeah. And that's the idea. It's like, you know, get in the fucking middle and, um, and reach out and talk and, and, you know, it, there's nothing better than to, to, you know, reach out and just tell somebody this is what's happening and it sucks, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just, it takes a lot of burden off. But again, um, uh, the one thing that you can do, uh, which is what this next topic is, is just to be good to yourself. Like really just give yourself a break. You're not perfect. All the other things that go along with that. So, um, so you know who you are. We want you to know that we, we hear it. And that, um, uh, and though we may not have been specifically where you're at, we can certainly empathize and have compassion for where you are. That's it. That's all I want to say for that <laughs> one. So that that somber thing. Oh, and also like you know, um, because uh, just reminds me, you know, a lot of people were just like, oh, you know, because we're community, because we're family. No, 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 no. We're not fucking community. We're not your fucking family. Because if we were family. We'd be a real dysfunctional fucking family, okay? Mm-hmm. So, we're, so this is not, you know, we're not your new family. Just say it, like you know. I mean, so you know, we're people in recovery, just doing the same thing you're doing. So those, you know, figure that one out. Um, and then, um, oh, I also wanted to note before we get too far into other things, there is uh, um, soberpod.com right now. We have uh, set up a uh, uh, a code, and the code is member me. M E M B E R M E. And actually, if you go to the website, it's also on the website, but member me, uh, uh, all one word, no spaces. Uh, if you fill that out on checkout, you'll get free access to, uh, silverpod.com slash member. Why you ask Chelsea? Why you ask? Why? Well, Chelsea, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. One is, you know, my sobriety day is August 22nd, 2014. So this Monday, I will be celebrating eight years. And not only that, I mean, because that's almost like that's, you know, my latest challenge has been about uh, employment, right? You know, as some of you may have known when you're listening, like Carl has no money left. Carl, (laughs) well, we have some money. Carl need money. Carl need money. (laughs) <laughs> big money now <laughs> carl sell things so um 
So I I landed a gig. It I start on Monday as well. So how is that? Like it's it's like a it's like a double win. I got I got my sobriety date, and I start my new job uh, on the twenty second. I think that that's pretty awesome. That is so, awesome. Yeah, and and it's a huge relief off. I feel so much better about actually, um, you know, just existing. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard. You know, when you're like. I got no money. Like, I don't want to like, I don't even want to eat a fucking cheesecake right now because I'm like, you know, I could use that $6 or something else, you know? <laughs> like, what if I need shoelaces? You know, you just don't, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to spend any money. So it's been really a weird time. That's for sure. So, and then, um, uh, and, and if you'd like, because, you know, you're getting that for free, by the way, there's tons of articles in there. There's tons of tips and, and uh, ebooks, and you also get access to the live recording that we're doing right now, like us in um, when I say live video, and it's not, it's not really, I mean, it's kind of live, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's like 3D, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're just listening in 2D right now, man. So, uh, so then you can get the video, but you know, I encourage you to just listen regular on your um, on your favorite podcast because honestly, looking at us is it's not. It's not exciting. It really no. isn't, you know. But For, yeah. I, but if you're, but if you want to see what you know, what a fifty-year-old bald dude looks like, you know, sitting in a closet with sound <laughs> panels on the wall, fucking by all means, man. By all means, <laughs> if you want to see my fucking facial hair grow and get shaved off and then grow again, great. <laughs> all on you. Okay. So what else are we doing? Oh, if you'd also like to donate. Because you're getting it free, look at that. I'm trying to like see. You know, I'm trying to balance that out mm-hmm. because some people just really kind of can't, you know, afford the even the extra. And I get it. I was I didn't want to. You know, I wouldn't have subscribed to the podcast if I was unemployed. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I might have given three dollars or two dollars because I did. Like when I would go to meetings, I give my two dollars. You know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was thinking. You know, if you have a one time donation. Five bucks, two bucks, whatever you can do. You can do that on um, Spotify and you can do that on the website. So you just go there and do that stuff. There's a little donate button. Um, that's it, I think. That's that's all I got, Chelsea. I'm tired of talking. <laughs> well, didn't we post a question on Spotify? Yeah, we did. What was <laughs> that question? I, well, we So the last three episodes, let's just say... Um, so we had uh, first things first. If you're listening to this one, uh, you can go back like uh, three episodes. First things first, and then lonely is back two episodes, and then hot blooded, which is the most recent, not this one. So we had first things first, and we we started asking these questions on Spotify, which is really cool in terms of anchor, as you know, because there's that commercial that you listen to. Um, so we asked a question. Uh, how has the saying first things first helped you? And we had a response from Chuck G. Thank you, Chuck. Uh, it says, I think everything you both said sum up how it has helped me. I took a lot of it took a lot of trial and error to finally realize that the hardest that the hardest but also the easiest step was just not to pick up. Right? Mm-hmm. Very, very apropos, as they say. And then we had on the lonely episode, which was, if you guys can remember, what was it about again? What was the actual title? Do you remember? I have no idea. Fend- fending off loneliness or something like that. Okay. Uh, Chuck G, again, look at Chuck. Chuck is definitely paying attention. 
So uh, Chuck G says again uh, to the question, what do you do to keep from feeling lonely? And I was thinking masturbation, but apparently Chuck was not on that train. <laughs> so he says, like Carl, this is serious. <laughs> <laughs> he says, if I am not active in person, I'm still committing to at least one Zoom recovery meeting every week. Early recovery was all about surrounding myself with others in recovery, and I still need that now. I mean, that's you know pretty important to remember, right? Um, and then the last but not least is hot-blooded. And Chuck, fuck you, Chuck. Why did you not jump in on this one, Chuck? Now we only have two people, but this one was uh, hot-blooded, and it was uh, uh, about anger, is the last episode. It says, What's the dumbest thing you've ever done because of anger? And I'm sorry, people, because I misheard that and typed something different. What did you say, Chelsea? What was the your question again? What was your question on the show? Mine was, what is the dumbest thing you've been angry about? Oh, and I put, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done because of anger? So, uh, and I had, there was a really good response here. So Rick said the dumbest thing he's ever done because of anger was drink. And that just like totally hit home for me. I was like, wow, that's like, you know, it's such a simple answer that like you kind of go, oh shit. Like, you know, to think about, I've done that. Actually, when I was, um, uh, you know, before I actually went and relapsed, relapsed, I took a swig of Bailey's Irish cream once. And um, it was when I was like uh, uh, 15, uh, not 15, when I was uh, uh, 24. And, uh, and, and I put it in my mouth and then I spit it out. And I, I just, I was like, you know what I mean? I was like at that stage. So and I did that because of anger, you know, uh, but I didn't actually drink it, drink it, but it definitely hit home for me. Brittany A., <laughs> says, uh, there is a nail in my wall, and I, and I know I didn't put it there, but I know it was not there before. <laughs> so, so Brittany, I don't know. You know, have you thought about it that it might have been a picture that fell off the wall? Is all I was thinking. Or <laughs> did you remember? There's got to be another reason. <laughs> there's there's got to be another reason. Do you, do you do you own a nail gun? yeah but i could imagine like you know you're you're drunk and you're like um you're you're angry and then suddenly you get the hammer and nail out (laughs) i mean i don't know i mean maybe you know at least it wasn't a hammer to someone right that that does count (laughs) talking about that okay so we are going to um start sharing on our uh, on the on the topic of being good to yourself uh, with well we're gonna start playing that and it's about six minutes so, so don't you know don't fast forward too hard um, if you are fast forwarding so uh, we're gonna play that and then we will begin to discuss amongst ourselves so <laughs> let me find the uh, let me find the tab. Uh, and make sure you share audio because if you don't share audio, it doesn't work. Uh, all right. So this is uh, from the Living Silver book, chapter 16, being good to yourself. 16, being good to yourself. When a loved one or a dear friend of ours is recuperating from a serious illness, we generally try to give what good nurses call TLC, tender loving care. That's huge. We Chelsea. pamper a sick Goodness. child 
providing favorite foods, and some fun to help in recovery. Convalescence from the illness of active alcoholism takes some time, and anyone going through it deserves consideration and a measure of TLC. In times past, people often believed that those recovering from certain ailments just deserved to suffer, mm. since it was thought they had deliberately, selfishly inflicted the sickness on themselves. Because of the guilt and stigma still laid on alcoholism by people who are ignorant of the nature of the disease, including ourselves before we learned better, many of us were not very kind to ourselves in the throes of a hangover. We just suffered and thought of ourselves as paying the piper in necessary penance for our misdeeds. Now that we know alcoholism is not immoral behavior, we have found it essential to readjust our attitudes. We have learned that one of the persons least likely to treat the alcoholic like a sick person is, somewhat surprisingly, the alcoholic herself or mm -hmm. himself. Once again, our old thinking habits are cropping up. It's often said that problem drinkers are perfectionists, impatient about any shortcomings, especially our own. Setting impossible goals for ourselves, we nevertheless struggle fiercely to reach these unattainable ideals. Then, since no human being could possibly maintain the extremely high standards we often demand, we find ourselves falling short, as all people must whose aims are unrealistic, and discouragement and depression set in. We angrily punish ourselves for being less than super perfect. That is precisely where we can start being good, at least fair, to ourselves. We would not demand of a child or of any handicapped person more than is reasonable. It seems to us we have no right to expect such miracles of ourselves as recovering alcoholics either. Impatient to get completely well by Tuesday, we find ourselves still convalescing on Wednesday and start blaming ourselves. That's a good time to back off mentally and look at ourselves in as detached, objective a way as we can. What would we do if a sick loved one or friend got discouraged about slow recuperation progress and began to refuse medicine? Shoot them. Put them out of their misery. It helps to remember that heavy drinking no. is highly damaging to the body, producing conditions which can take months or years to get over. No one becomes an alcoholic in just a few weeks. Well, almost no one. We cannot expect to recover in a magic instant either. When feelings of discouragement come, we then need to encourage ourselves. More than one of us have found it good medicine to give ourselves a pat on the back, to salute the progress already made without being smug or dangerously egotistical about it, of course. Take stock. Have we refrained from taking a drink this 24 hours? That deserves honest self-commendation. Have we made ourselves eat properly today? Have we tried to fulfill our obligations today? Have we, in short, done about the best we could and all we could today? If so, that's all it is fair to expect. Maybe we can't answer yes to all those questions. Maybe we have fallen short somehow, backslid a bit in our thinking or actions, despite knowing better. So what? We are not perfect creatures. We should settle for small progress rather than bemoan any lack of perfection. 
what can we do right now to cheer ourselves up? We can do something other than take a drink. Every section of this booklet makes suggestions of that sort. But there is more, perhaps. Have we been enjoying life lately? Or have we been so concerned about getting better, kept our nose so earnestly near the grindstone of self-improvement, that we have failed to enjoy a sunset, a new moon, a good meal, a needed holiday from care, a good joke, masturbation, some affection. <laughs> Since the body seeks to normalize itself, maybe yours will welcome opportunities for needed rest, enjoy deliciously drowsy naps, or good long nights of peaceful slumber. Or perhaps you have leftover energy you can use in pure fun and enjoyment. As much as other aspects of life, these seem necessary for fulfilling our entire human potential. Now is the time, the only time there is. And if we are not kind to ourselves right now, we certainly cannot rightfully expect respect or consideration from others. We have found we can enjoy sober every good thing we enjoyed while drinking and many, many more. It takes a little practice, but the rewards more than make up for the effort. To do so is not selfish, but self-protective. Unless we cherish our own recovery, we cannot survive to become unselfish, ethical, and socially responsible people. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody had to say it. Right? <laughs> What do you think, my dear? This one's a hard one for me because um, I'm not good at giving myself a break. And I think, you know, it kind of nailed it for me that problem drinkers, alcoholics, whatever, we are perfectionists. Um, maybe that's not true for everyone, but for me it is. I have very high standards for myself and other people. And when um, I'm not successful in something or when somebody lets me down, then I I kind of shut down. And um, just that negative self-talk comes out. You know, I'm not good mm. enough. I, I suck. I'm never going to, like, achieve what I want to achieve, blah, blah, blah. So... It's hard for me to give myself a break, even now. Um, and, you know, early on in recovery, you really have to address all of the havoc that you you caused while you were drinking. And that's a hard thing to look at. And um, so it's kind of like, well, I, do I deserve to give myself a break just because now I'm sober and doing better? Um, and that's something that I wrestled with for a long time is, uh, you know, I, I didn't deserve to be happy. I didn't deserve to, you know, feel proud of how far I had come because look at what I had done. You know, do you have mm -hmm. like similar feelings? Um, you know, I'm super hard on myself. So, uh, you know, I, I really relate to the um perfectionism i relate to like i want to be good now i want to be better now um you know it's uh it's that kind of a thing 
um, I think, you know, um, one of the things I don't do is I don't take the time. Like the, when they, when they, it's actually, I have it highlighted from when I first read the book, like whatever, six, seven years ago, I have highlighted like, you know, but there is more perhaps, uh, have we been enjoying life lately or have we been concerned about getting better? Kept our nose to the, kept our nose so earnestly near to the grindstone of <laughs> self-improvement. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a reason why, you know, I, uh, you know, I was obsessive about recovery. I was totally like, Oh, I need to be better, but better, you know, and I was just, I was obsessive in that unrelenting gonna get better mindset because that's the perfectionism shit. That's like everything, you know, because, you know, I need to get better, you know, I need to be better. And, uh, um, and it was just bullshit. Cause like, you know, but you only, you only come to that after a certain point, you know, I, even, even saying this, there's somebody listening right now. That's like totally agreeing. Absolutely. Like we're just, you know, we're, we're faulty creatures. Yes. You know, it, um, we all make mistakes. Yes, absolutely. You know, progress, not perfection. Right. You know, like there's, there's all these people who totally know this in their minds, Mm-hmm. But the minute they are let go to like, you know, be with themselves and their own devices, they're constantly back into their heads. And mm-hmm. then they're thinking like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And it's like, um, and never taking the time to relax or enjoy or to just, you know, enjoy the efforts that you've put in, you know, in like they said, um, um, just even making it that one day uh, sober, I was like, you know, after about, you know, 30 days, I was like, so fucking what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what have I done lately? You know what I mean? Like what, you know, I did 30 of those back to back, you know, it's like, um, you know what I mean? It's like that kind of weird, like it's always that, that, always that reaching and grabbing for more and more and more. And just even when it came to my own self-improvement, quote unquote, um, and just that can really, um, that can drag you down too, you know? So, uh, but before all that, yeah, I was, I was, um, uh, I, I had completely low self-esteem. I absolutely. You, do you remember your the episode that you uh, that you uh, did the hierarchy of needs? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and and then we had like, um, you know, it was like, you know, if you go back, I don't know when it was. When did we actually do that? Do you do you remember like when? Uh, um, it was. I think it was during this series. March. That yeah. I don't remember which episode. Yeah, it was, March March sixth is hierarchy of needs if you search for it, and and you provided a whole bunch of stuff that was like, you know, um, so it's a nice little chart. We talked about our physiological needs, our safety needs, our belongingness and love needs, you know, esteem needs, and our self actualization, which is our full potential, uh, um, including like creative activities, and and what they were talking about in here is like it, did it, like, like it's we're really talking about like food, water, warmth, and rest. That's what we're talking mm-hmm. about. The physiological needs, you know, mm-hmm. and then a safety and security, like something that maybe in our drinking days, we just didn't have a lot of, maybe we were in bad environments, stuff like that. Um, what What do you think about that? Like, where do you, where do you think this fits on that scale for you? Hmm. Um, I feel like like this topic in general, I feel like that would fall kind of into my self-esteem needs, you know. Hmm. I I've found that when I'm 
when I'm trying to be the best at something and, you know, for example, school, um, <clears throat> I'm always like, if I'm not getting the highest grade, then I am failing, you know, type mentality. Mm -hmm. And, um, a lot of that comes from when I was a teen, I had an educator tell me I would never amount to anything. Oh. And so, <laughs> and so that really like, Who, can, can I, what do you mean educator? Who was this a teacher? Can I, can I ask? Um, she was a vice principal of my high school. Oh my dear Lord. Yeah. She, she did not I, like you, did she? No. And I wasn't like yeah. the worst. I wasn't the worst kid. I just fucking hated going to school. So. <laughs> Me too. I couldn't stand it. Yeah. And so yeah. that, that just kind of sticks in my head. Like, you know, you'll never amount to anything unless you get X, Y, and Z, unless you achieve this. And that's definitely not true. Um, but it kind of fuels my fire. And, um, I, I'm really hard on myself. Um, another example with school is I've had a 4.0 GPA up until this semester and I failed one of my first exams of the semester and I've never failed an exam. And so I was mm. devastated and I just, you know, I felt so bad about myself. I just kind of like started isolating. It was not a good time. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, uh, of course, like I, I came back around, I, I fixed that real quick and it's all fine. I'm moving forward, but, um, you know, I, I'm not good at giving myself a break. Like that whole time I was like, well, I've got, now I've got to prove myself. I've got mm -hmm. to, you know, prove that I, um, am worthy to, to move forward in this journey. And so I just worked that much harder and, you know, to what that sounds like, you know, so inspirational, but at what cost, you know, my sanity, like every waking moment, um, I'm doing school, like other than when I'm at work, when I'm at home, I'm sitting right here at this desk. And when I'm driving in my car, I'm listening to lectures. Like mm -hmm. I, like I, there's no self-care happening, you know, when I'm in school. And so, um, you know, it's that perfectionism. And, um, I've had, I've had a lot of people say, Oh, like do something for yourself this weekend. I was like, yeah, that's fucking happening. Like, <laughs> sure. Um, but you know, now that the semester's over, it just finished, uh, this week. Um, you know, I am, I liked how they said salute the progress already made mm -hmm. because, you know, I've worked my ass off and, you know, I, sh I deserve to feel proud of that and mm -hmm. I deserve to, you know, have a little fun while I have a break, you know, and so I'm trying to be okay with that and, um, it's just hard. It's kind of just wired in my brain to operate that way <laughs> yeah yeah me too me too yeah i you know the um yeah the, the, like the first part of this was is all about like um that you know it you, not being so hard on yourself and giving yourself more kudos for your achievements and that kind of thing and i think the second part was really goes into you know um you know about the the body right and and then about 
um, uh, you know, taking, uh, taking time to go do those other things, you know, to go celebrate yourself to, you know, uh, you know, one of the things I did, um, it's funny. I did, uh, there's the artist way is with Julia Cameron. I believe that's who it is. The author. And, um, and you have to like each week go through this stuff and, and again, I did the self-improvement thing, right? <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, I jump on this train because I'm doing this self-improvement. But one of the things that it taught me was about that stuff. And it was about, um, like, getting to know yourself. And, uh, like, one of the tools was uh, to take yourself on a date. And, and like, like really and truly asking yourself, like, what is it that you like to do? And now go do that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't know, then to go out into the world and start paying attention to to what it is that you think that you would like to do right so i mean and boy that really kept me in a mindset to go do stuff so like i take myself like to go like i make a date to go shopping for an hour like literally like by myself do whatever i want to do and you know look at how take take however long i want to take to flip through a book or you know read about whatever is on the back of that product whatever you know (laughs) um that's the kind of stuff that uh, I wasn't doing a lot of, and by the way, the reason I got that book is because, um, I bought that self, I bought that for myself because it kept coming up in these other circles. People would be like, Oh, you should do this. And, and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like $70. I'm not going to buy that. Damn thing. <laughs> right. I'm, if I'm going to buy something, I'm, you know what I mean? I just couldn't do that. But when I completed the ACA 12 steps, uh, you know, we did a whole year, um, and going through that, that workbook and everything, uh, I rewarded myself with, um, buying books the, and I bought, you know, that journal book and I bought, uh, this, um, this guidebook for that, for this journal thing. And it was a three book pack or whatever. And, um, and I tell you what, like that was just uh, probably the best thing I could have done at that point. Cause it really now, like I've done a lot of work to fi- figure out some stuff about myself. And then not only that, then this book was like really more telling me like, go like reward yourself, like go enjoy the small things. And like, it had me like picking up like, find five rocks on your walk today and put those in your pocket and like hold on <laughs> to them all day. And like, I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> but you know, but it was, it was really about becoming in the now, like this talked about, you know, mm-hmm. um, it says what, you know, uh, you know, what can we do right now to cheer ourselves up, you know, uh, and then living like in the here and now that kind of a thing. So that stuff really helped me to, to do that stuff. Have you ever done any stuff like that to like reward yourself for, the things that you've done, like when you do these exams and you just passed all these tests, right? Mm-hmm. Did you like go out to dinner or did you like buy yourself some clothes or some new, new nurse smocky things? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, you know, I haven't yet, but, um, I have tried to like give myself, buy myself something nice, like after each semester, um, you know, because I feel, I feel bad because a lot of people around me suffer because I'm so involved with school right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I have like a break away, I'm like, uh, you know, it'd be kind of selfish for me to just like go do things for me. Um, again, kind of that I don't deserve. Yeah. Which is like (laughs) kind of what we're talking about right here, right now, you know, because then it what you know, but again, they will get the benefit of you after all this because you know you'll you'll have a better job. You'll be yeah. you know 
whatever, like all those other things that they'll get the benefit of. So mm-hmm. I just kind of, eh, you know, we all suffer for, you know, periods of time. So yeah. it's like, you know, uh, my, and I, I don't think, I don't get enough credit for this. Like my wife, like uh, she was, um, even though she was pregnant, she finished her master's, right? But, oh, you know, wow. don't forget, don't forget we had, um, uh, we had three other children, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I may have been drunk the whole time, but, um, but I was still taking care of three kids, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you had like, to pick up the slack. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, and I, I, she, like, she gets all the credit for like, I was pregnant and I finished my master's. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, like, I had to watch after three fucking kids, you know, every evening, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, nobody remembers that shit. Nobody remembers all the weekends and evenings I, I spent time. Yes, I was drunk, but nobody, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I still had to do it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's that kind of weird thing. We all make sacrifices for each other in the, in the family relationships, but it should be understood to a certain degree, don't you think? Yeah. Like that you would go in effort for sure. Yeah. And, I, and a lot of people in my family just, you know, they understand that as much as I want to be, you know, doing fun things like going to the family cabin or even going to dinner, I just I can't. And that's yeah. the sacrifice that has to be made right now. Um, but, you know, I I also see a lot of people at my school who are healthy and, like, do go do shit on the weekends. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, but don't you feel stressed out? Like, because <laughs> you're not getting everything. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not getting <laughs> stuff done. Um so, you know, I'm still, I'm still not perfect at this, but, um, but I think, um, being in recovery, like has just made me a little more well-rounded. Like, I feel like if I were in school right when I got sober, all of this would be completely amplified. You know, I mm-hmm. would just like, I'd be staying up until four in the morning studying and like, now I actually am like, okay, I'm tired. I need good sleep so I can be a nice human yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> so, so it's, it is about, you know, I mean, early recovery, it is, you got to give yourself a break because you're not going to be mm-hmm. fucking perfect and you're not, yeah. You, and, and you can, you know, it's like we go into meetings. Um, you know, if you say, you know, um, yeah, I got 24 hours today. Like people clap, man. They're like, you know, yeah. of, you know, and I'm like, you know, um, you know, it's like, uh, I, 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 in a meeting, like, cause, and I totally expected it too, cause I'm like, you know, my ego, right? I got a job. And I, I say, I got a job. They don't clap. <laughs> like, oh, like, and I, I imagine that they're all going, like, dude, you've been doing this for four fucking months. It's about fucking time, you know, but, um, but, you know, for, for the, for the newcomer, those, those achievements are, they're huge. You know, mm-hmm. so, so two, three days, five a week, you know, 30 days, it's still, it's still an achievement. So that's the stuff that, you know, we should, you should be applauding for yourself if you're at that stage. Um, and then what we start talking about is like, you know, again, like where we're at, you know, seven, eight years, right? Go, all right. So where are we, where are we, you know, what should we be doing now? You know, and what we're talking about is a balanced life. And, mm-hmm. um, and that is just, you know, that's kind of what it's about to a certain degree, especially in the early stage of recovery right you're just trying to figure out like what is a balanced life you know before I, i'm always the extreme i go here and there and and um and i want it all and i want it now and you know ah, you know and um and then we have to learn that like 
you know, doing that is also going to take its toll. Doing that is also going to be another problem. Um, so what you know, workaholism and you know, switching addictions and those types of things. So that can be pretty, pretty weird at times too. So, um, Chelsea, have you thought about like kind of a, a question that we might that we might do for this mm-hmm. for for the people on the Spotify? Let's see. So, what is something? Um, so the the topics give me a break. So, what's something you can say that's nice about yourself today? I don't know. Is that a good one? It's something. Yeah, that's a good one. It's uh, it's almost like um, uh, affirmations, right? Yeah, you like know, say like, something uh, nice about yeah. yourself today. Yeah, and me personally, you know, I am, um, you know, I am. Let's just say. I'm though though my attitude outwardly doesn't always express it uh inwardly I'm deeply empathetic and compassionate for others like I literally like um uh I I can observe somebody in situation like more recently um I've I've done that that codependent thing but I've also done that that empath thing where my mm-hmm. wife I know she's going through some shit and I just and I just I'm I just sense it. So there's something mm-hmm. in there that like, and I keep asking her like, and I know that there's something wrong, you know? So yeah. then I just stop and I'll just say like, hey, what's going on? And oh, mm-hmm. nothing. And I'm just, you know, so it's just that, that's how she deals with it. Oh, nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then about two months she'll like lash out at me or something, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, so I know that I'm deeply compassionate and empathetic in and also not just with people like, you know, my wife, but others as well. So it's, it's it, again, it doesn't always outwardly express. And I think that's my defense as well. Mm-hmm. Right. But when I do step into somebody's circle or engage with them, um, I, I, that is always in the forefront. What about you? What would you say about yourself? Something nice about myself or, or what do you mean? Yeah. Something nice. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what what is what is like if you were to meet somebody and say and they were like what is the number one thing i should know about you that you're nice about like what's the what's the number one thing that you do on the on the daily that is like nice about chelsea um i try to help others uh, you know as much as possible um like with school we had these very, very difficult final exams. And I put together a study guide that was 93 pages and I shared it with, you know, my friends and and said, here, like, read this here. I found this like bootleg lecture. That's really amazing. Let me share it with you, you know, and just sitting down and taking the time to, to talk to someone who's struggling like this, uh, this past week, um, well, I, it was a little over a week ago. There's a patient who I see about every six months when he's relapsed, unfortunately. And, um, you know, I just, I sat there and I talked to him and I said, listen, dude, I don't want you to die. You know, I'm here for you. If you need to talk, like, I don't want you to die. And mm-hmm. that meant a lot. You know, he gave me a, a nice little thank you card and I thought that was really sweet. But, you know, I, I, I tell people like, if you need me, like I will be right there. 
And maybe that's a little codependent, but, you know, I, I want to be that person that people rely on, um, because for a long time I wasn't. So I totally understand that. And I, I don't, I don't think it's as, as, yeah, people can lay the blame or lay the, the label, um, codependent on just about anything like that. See, it's how you feel on the inside, like your motives for doing it is another mm-hmm. thing, you know? So, you know, if my motives are for like, you know, uh, I get very, you know, selfish or like I'm more concerned about how I feel because you're feeling something that's a whole different story, you know? So, uh, but I think that if you're genuinely concerned for other people and that you're showing, you know, to be of service and caring and it, you know, and it's not, you know, all for you, then I think that that's definitely, um, reflective so um so i think that's a good thing okay so um where do we go from here well we, we go to the fucking end motherfuckers don't forget that we are we are um oh oh don't forget you go do the code thing remember me at silverpod.com um and then uh, we're part of the fire network so it, it basically we are a uh a, the uh friends in recovery enterprise is a non-profit so uh and they're devoted to encouraging content creators in recovery, just like me and Chelsea. So um, join us as we like, you know, build and encourage um, each other and others to do the same because, you know, you never know where it goes. You never know how much fun you can have doing it. Um, if you are, um, oh, by the way, if you are interested in in editing podcasts or uh, being a part of, uh, uh, you know, doing uh, whatever, you know, social media graphics and participating and, you know, again, being of service in that way it's kind of weird in that way um send me a, send me an email at info at silverpot.com so that um so that i can judge whether you'd be worthy or not and then <laughs> isn't that like your job no, it, carl <laughs> no no we really like living. to pretty much but i'm but i really want people uh, if you're interested in actually learning to any degree i would be more than happy to help uh to do that as well so um but just you know send me a, send me a Send me a good uh, paragraph on on why it should be you, and then we'll we'll go through that through that together. Um, what else, Chelsea? What else? Oh yeah, banging bod Phil. Phil is still banging his bod every Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, at uh, I don't know, like this morning, I think it was like six o'clock Pacific time, so that'd be seven your time, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Eight for the people in the uh, in the Bible Belt. And then uh, nine for the East Coasters, right? So um, uh, I don't know. Did anybody get offended? I just said Bible Belt. Anybody? Anybody? I mean, I think everyone knows it's, <laughs> it's the Bible Belt. But who knows? So, uh, maybe that's maybe that's politically incorrect now. I don't know anymore. I, you know, whatever. So, um, okay, for you flyover states. Uh, and then, You know, I, um, got, I got to talk to Phil because I would love to do his his like exercise thing but i have this like intense fear of people watching me exercise judging yeah 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 yeah. like i have this intense fear so maybe i did the same thing that's when we were doing the live thing and that's kind of i mean i gotta be honest Uh uh, i that that it's a big part of why i don't want to do it because i don't want to be on the video with other people i don't know maybe we should have like a a private one or something. Maybe we shouldn't stream it. What do you think? I I don't yeah. know. I'll talk to him and see what yeah. he what he thinks because I'd love to like I'd love to you know participate and you know be there but 
don't look at me because I'm hideous and I'm sweating balls. Like Maybe he can just do himself and then other people, maybe, you know what I mean? Like just record his screen because you can set the screen that you record. Yeah, right? that's Just true. do the, pre- the, the presenter or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe that would be cool too. Yeah. Um, cool. Either way. Um, so, so banging by Phil, if you're listening, go on, go on and, 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 uh, maybe, maybe you should put up a vote. Uh, and then, um, uh, oh, what else are we doing? What else are we doing? Oh, hey, SoberPod's on Twitter. You can follow us at SoberPod. You could also follow me at Sip and Sync. Um, it's kind of crazy because I haven't been on there in like God knows how long. And so, like, I used to get a lot of, um, people interacting with me, but I think, no one sees me anymore, so <laughs> I'm trying to be more active on there. Uh, and then don't forget, Fridays you have the uh, animated GIF, which I really like. So yes, uh, Aloha Friday. Aloha Friday. So you post a GIF on how you feel. Yes. Right. Uh, something that represents how you feel that day, and I really love it. So my 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 trend is to always do something from Jim Carrey. I just like that's just <laughs> like a thing that I do. Like whenever I. My first gif is always about Jim Carrey, no matter what. Like, I always try to search for Jim Carrey saying hello or Jim Carrey, you know, clapping or whatever I can find Jim Carrey doing. Uh, I will use that. It just is he like your is he like your spirit human? He's kind of my spirit human. Can you tell (laughs) or not? Right? I kind of have like a, you know. And then here's the other thing. I I don't care what you fucking say. Like, everybody's like, oh, you know, Jim Carrey is part of the cabal or whatever. Like, there's a conspiracy theorist that do shit. But I'll tell you what. Jim Carrey, he broke. Jim Carrey broke. And, and if you guys, we all know what we're talking about here. When you hit bottom, did you break? Right? Like, mm-hmm. we all kind of, like, we're not the same people that we used to be before we broke. And so what I love is Jim Carrey just kind of came out and he said, look, I'm broken. Right. And then he just like said it outright to just about everybody. And and then all the news media was like, Jim Carrey's gone crazy. You know, it's like, well, <laughs> as they do. <laughs> right. And it's like, but I, I, you know, I love his brokenness. Right. I love, yeah. I love the way he, he says shit and then can still be silly. And, and he still knows the truth of this, this thing, which is like, you know, we're all just here for a limited amount of time. So why, you know, why sweat it? You know, why I was talking about that talk goes hits right on our topic of uh, being good to yourself, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Jim Carrey is my spirit human. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I guess, is that it? Is, is, I know what you're saying. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what? <laughs> no, that's it, right? <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. So what does, what does, uh, what, what was the question again? Um, what's something nice about you or, or, um, say something nice about yourself today. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Something what is, to that effect. What is so fucking nice about you? How's that? Or is that what too What makes hostile? you so fucking nice? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers. Yeah. We're going to put that one in. That's in the questions right there. All right. So, um, so as we bail out, what does Chelsea say? Deuces. What does Carl say? Fuck. <laughs> Something fuck. like that. <laughs> fuck. Got to put that one on. Like, that should be my ringtone. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> so somebody's going to use that as a ringtone, I'm sure. All right. We're out of here, party people, ex-party people. Stay active. Stay sober. 
see you.